Hello, welcome to TV Talk episode 9. I'm your host, Christian. With me today is my friend, Miriam. Miriam, say hi. Hi, I'm Miriam. Miriam's a telecommunications analyst, painter, and dance videographer. Yeah. And a fellow horror aficionado, as, as am I. <laughs> yep, love horror. Uh, so today, we'll be covering Chambers, a Netflix original series that debuted last week. Uh, Chambers is the story about a teenage girl who, after receiving a heart transplant, is haunted by unexplained visions. As the visions grow more troublesome and happen more often, she begins to unravel the horrifying circumstances and conspiracy that led to the donor's mysterious death. Dun, da, da. Let's get started. Um, so, this was a <laughs> this was a very frustrating series for me to watch, um, mostly because I've had cardiac related incidents in my own life recently. Oh, as yeah. So, like when we mentioned that we were going to cover this, I was like, "Oh, I'm so down" because the premise sounded interesting, but I was also kind of like taxing because I was like, "Oh, I kind of understand some of this trauma and stuff." Um, <laughs> Heart attacks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for our audience who are curious, my, my dad actually suffered a cardiac arrest uh, recently. He's, he's fine, though. Completely 100% healthy, but it was very taxing. Going on a cruise to Alaska. Yeah, so he's super healthy, um, but it was a very crazy experience, you know? I was very annoyed by this show because the first two episodes were very good. And as it turns out, I found out, they were directed by somebody else. So there was a different director of every single episode. And the first two episodes were directed by... Alfonso Gomez Rejon, oh. who directed uh, some of the episodes in American Horror Story. Oh my god, that makes plenty of sense, because when so, I watched this, I got that vibe. That's right. So he did a much better job. He really built up you know, all the, um, lost that word, the tension. Mm -hmm. The cinematography was lovely. The editing was great. And then, you know, I honestly, I binge watched it in one night. Mm-hmm every episode on my MacBook Air in bed. And I just got tireder and tireder because it got more and more annoying. And want to hear my basic problems with it? Sure. Yeah, go for Should it. we go there first? Okay. The Lilith Monster. Oh, I thought we were going to go there to the end, but okay, yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, so... Oh, uh, and for anyone who's listening, of course, as you know, and if you're new to the TV Talk, every episode of TV Talk, spoilers, heavy, so... If you're not into right, that, tune out. But you should. This is like spoiler. the yeah. This is like the ninth episode. I really hope by now we've established that. But anyway, yes. Okay, so okay, so Sasha gets Becky's heart, right? Mm -hmm. This is what happens, and then Sasha starts acting like Becky, and like she can fence, yeah. even though she's never fenced before. She can do math, even though she's not very good at math. Yes. She's right-handed or left-handed, even though she's actually the opposite. And I, I dug that about the first two episodes. And that was really good. Yeah. And See, I, had, I think we're on the same page here. Yeah. Yes. And there was a great comparison between where Sasha comes from, mm -hmm. which is more low economically, yeah. and then all of a sudden she meets the parents of the woman who donated her heart to her. And yeah. they live on the other side of the tracks. That's and uh, Becky's is... parents, Nancy, Nancy and Ben? Yeah. Yes, and Nancy's played by, dun da, da one of my favorite actresses, Uma Thurman. Yeah, she was excellent. And then Ben is played by Tony Goldwyn, Goldwyn? Yeah. who was also excellent. Mm -hmm. They were both good, but they somehow didn't fit in there. You know, they, like they she overacted have. a little bit. Yeah. Maybe Uma, though. I don't know. I mean, part of that maybe was the script was a I, problem. I think it's a little bit of 
But, like, it could have been the directing, too, in the mid-episodes, because, um, from what I gathered, I, I liked the beginning and, like, the end, but although the, by that point, it was just crazy. The last episode, I think, was one of the best. Yes. The last and the first, too. Yeah. Why do you think they had a different director for every episode? Why Honestly, would they do that? probably budget, but it's not unheard of to do that. Like, a lot of shows like Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, like, a lot of the, the bigger shows, they use their best, their best directors, their best people at the beginning and end. And I think this just... would have made a better movie. If they yes. had made a movie out of this. Yeah, to me, like, this was a two-hour movie. Yes. That should have been on Netflix as compared to what it was, which was, I think, like, ten, ten episodes. Ten episodes. And you begin... I began to get really annoyed with Sasha because all these things kept happening to her, but she wouldn't tell anybody about yeah. it. You know, she just kept swallowing it. Oh, nothing's going on. Yeah. I'm fine. Well, you're not fine, bitch. Just tell your dad. Tell your girlfriend. <laughs> tell everybody what's going on. And she didn't. She, it's weird that, because, like, she didn't, you're right. But, like, eventually when they started revealing, because one of the things about story uh, telling is secrets. Secrets are big things in television series, especially. Yes, and so, like, attention. this one was weird, because, like, eventually the secrets did come out, but it was so accepted and immediately kind of, like, imp like, improvisational almost. It's like, oh, okay, so weird demonic possession type stuff okay yeah okay let's go with that and like there was no hesitation that was my problem is that there were too many moments especially in those middle episodes where it was like oh, okay this crazy thing happened well that sucks all right well here's an explanation about it there was so much exposition and, and then people... crazy things happen that you didn't quite understand and then they just mentioned it and they nobody had a really crazy reaction it was and just so much exp so they much didn't pick up on it now they did this thing in the middle episodes where they went back to the beginning where she had her heart attack mm -hmm. so in the beginning of the episodes for the first three minutes you saw like a prequel yeah what happened and i thought those were pretty effective mm -hmm. but like for instance okay sasha's best friend is yvonne yes i thought she did a great job um excellent job yeah and I don't know the actress's name, but she did great. Go, Yvonne. Yeah. But her mother, like, her mother was involved with this, but they never really told you why. Like, her mother pulls out a piece of metal from the road. Mm -hmm. So when Sasha has her heart attack, which she had, by the way, having sex with her boyfriend, TJ. Yes. Who was one like of the, the better scenes. actors. And yeah. the sex in here was pretty open, yeah. actually. Yeah, it was very a very sexual. healthy betrayal, yeah. Yes, yeah, so they, I think they did that so kids would watch it. That and I, so this is like, this was going to be the first talking point. I wanted to mention the characterization of the show, because um, as cause as we're listing these characters, you're right, they, they did an awesome job. I didn't list their names, though, unfortunately, because most of these are, like, new, with the exception of... Uh, like Sasha, she's yeah. a brand new actress. Not only is she a brand new actress, but she's actually Native American. She is, and this is crazy, she's in the history book, she's the first... Uh, lead actress, uh, lead uh, Native American actress in a series. And she was in history. excellent. She and was excellent. It was great to see her, a new actress with Uma Thurman. Yeah, exactly. And, by the way, my other favorite actress in here, Lily Taylor. Go, oh. Lily. Ruth. <laughs> yes. The evil Ruth was one of the best. She I was. thought she yeah. kept her character the whole time. She did. She was on script. She was believable. She, I thought, actually was number one, get the Oscar award for the best in character, most believable, never yeah off-key yeah person she, she was I, I interrupted your talking point oh no that that was, that that was, was i was just gonna say point. like yeah. uh we could just talk about the characters and representation really well the thought... annex foundation was the cult yes this is which you don't quite know at first but you pretty much get that right away this is well, the I, group... at first i thought it was like a new age like alternative life health thing yeah but i could tell immediately because of the dad <laughs> you know, yeah that, the dad was crazy the dad was crazy but they also this was one thing they did good with the dad because 
I like when characters, it's not clear, are they really evil, are they really bad? Well, yeah. the dad was one of those characters, right? Yes. He sold his daughter to the cult, basically, yeah. but at the same time, he did it out of love. Well, fuck that. I he mean, was like, you will be the chosen one. That's right, and yeah. that's kind of disgusting, because she mm-hmm. didn't really want to be the chosen one, yeah, as nobody, it turned out. Yeah. Which, back to the Lilith monster, they never said how they created Lilith. At they all. didn't. That was very much thrown at the end. No, it was just smoke that went into Sasha's heart. Well, yeah. Becky's heart. Yeah, so for the... Well, if you were listening to this, you probably watched it. But to recap, uh, <laughs> Lilith totally was thrown... Yeah, no, that's, that, that's something I want to talk about towards the end about the plot. The plot's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, uh, Becky, you know, she she died and her heart was donated um, to, to Sasha... Uh, and this was due to the actions of her dad, Ben, and her aunt, who is... Uh, Ruth. Ruth, yes. Um, without their, her mom, Nancy, uh, knowing about it. And Ruth and her husband run the Annex Foundation, yes. i.e. the cult. Yes, exactly. And which, the hospital. And the hospital. Pretty which, much the town. Yeah, Yeah, and they didn't make that clear either. The hospital well, where she got her heart was the Annex Foundation, right? Pretty much. That's a, the clinic. Yeah, which is why by the end of the series, that final shot, you see like literally half the town. It's like, oh, everyone's in on the... The cops, the kids, everybody's in the cult. Yeah. Right. But you don't really know that right away. Yeah. So, like, the entire... And that's that's where this was kind of interesting, but I thought they totally slipped it up in a lot of these episodes. Because um, they, they sell the show as, like, a possession, you know, this donated heart Becky is messing with Sasha's life. And a lot of it is that, but then that reveal at the end that it's really just this mysterious organization and it's really just Lilith, of all things. And it makes no sense. Like, where did Lilith come from? Why is she smoke? How yeah. did they create her? Yeah, and that comes back to the representation thing too, because uh, a lot, a lot of what made the show really compelling for me, and and saw the potential in it was like you have a Native American lead character and her uncle uh, Frank, who's I think her uh, step, well, not, yeah, kind so of like that adopted as her dad. Actually, yeah. Frank. Yeah. He was a totally different story, yeah. and it began to become annoying to me mm-hmm. in a sense when they went back to Frank, because Frank, who you like started doing these really stupid things. Yes. Like, really stupid things. He burned her car in the desert for no reason whatsoever. You know, and then in the end, he's in jail. And then somebody cuts off his pigtail. Who did that? Why did they cut his pigtail off? And what does that have to do with the price of tea? I think the problem is, is because they, they... And this is where the, the story just meandered, really. Um, yeah. they, they wanted to show these Native American characters and, and show that they could live in this world. And it had a very get-out vibe because... On the opposite of that was, you know, the mysterious Annex Foundation, their cult, and a very, like, white, you know, society. So there was a little bit of social tension I saw that was potentially building, but they kind of just gave up, like, midway. And, and the that reason was I mentioned, after the first two episodes. Yeah. So they kind of gave up on that. Absolutely. And I mentioned that because it seemed like they were going to go the mystic route with that kind of, like, mysticism and Native American thing, but they, they totally abandoned it for Lilith, which is, like, a tired and old cliche from... Now, from Lilith is supposedly... Adam's first first wife. wife yeah. Is that, had you ever heard that before? Yes, I'm actually a, a big studier of the Lilith myth because I write ah. fiction and also. So the the original Bible story was Adam's first wife was originally Lilith. She refused to be subjugated to him, and so she was cast out of the garden and I think went to hell. And she so became she some sort the, of like sex crazy succubus or something like that. And she was the the woman on the horse painted on the side of the high school. Yeah. Well, how did that get there? So the whole high school then is involved. I mean, that's the water. Yeah, I can't even remember. I think Sweetwater is the name of the high school. So from what I'm understanding is, is they were trying to imply that this was their setup from the beginning by showing symbols of her around there. I think somebody even mentions her myth in like episode two or something in the hospital. Because the high school has, you find out that the clinic 
after okay, so we forgot to mention Becky has a brother, Elliot. Oh yeah. Now I thought Elliot was a great character in mm-hmm. a way, though he was a little annoying, but I thought he did a pretty good job. He did a good job, but he he kind of gave me that high school drama that I'd expect from all these all of these types of series, and like he was the a one bit who's of like an, an idiot. Addict. They yeah. set him up. They give him heroin. Like why? Actually, they never made that clear. Why did they the cult? They go to a party at the annex, and they somehow give Elliot unknowingly heroin. Mm-hmm. So he gets addicted. Why? Why did they do that? Honestly, they don't make that clear. So then yeah. he goes to rehab at the cult. He gets out of rehab from the cult, and then they go back. He goes back at one point with Sasha because Sasha, this is like the thread, becomes determined to find out what happened to Becky. Mm-hmm. So that she takes a drug, which will bring her back memories from the past so they go to the party at the annex and then somebody gives elliot a drink and he drinks it again like (laughs) what a fool so he gets dosed twice with heroin Mm -hmm. the poor guy you know and this for me is one thing that's very annoying when people do things and they don't know about it and they get punished for you know for no reason whatsoever not his fault but then he's stuck at the call to the end Mm mm-hmm and he's in that sweat scene. The sweat lodge, yeah. Yeah, what is that? Like, what are they so sweating the sweat, out of <clears throat> It's used in a lot of, I don't want to say cults, but a lot of weird um, types of retreat. or oh, they're, they're cults. <laughs> I'm trying to beat around the bush, but it's like weird retreat things where people invite elite people to these, they call it sweat lodges and stuff. And I, I only caught wind of it the first time through um, Arrested Development, because they use it in uh, in their show. But why did they do that to Elliot? Why did they even care about Elliot it's all at about, all? It's about recruitment. In the sweat lodges, it's like, oh, you come up with revelations because you're sweating it out and you're hallucinating because your brain's, you know, literally dying. Uh, and then they give you water to kind of, like, be this relief thing. But that weird punishment reinforcement on a level that's not entirely deadly, it could be deadly, but not fully deadly, uh, kind of is a way to get people, to, uh, acolytes for your cult, I guess. But they don't doze all the acolytes with heroin before they get them in their cult. They don't, but do it's, they? A, it's a great way to recruit people. Like, get them addicted to a drug, or get them messed up, and then save them, and then convince them that they're, that this cult is your like, I mean, that's line. another thing they didn't, they didn't really develop much, is Becky, apparently Becky and Elliot, brother and sister, have some kind of tie. Yes. That he knows what she's thinking, and he would be watching TV, and then he could see her on the TV. Yeah. So did the cult, that's the only thing I could think of, did the cult know about that? And so that's why they decide to put Elliot out of the picture, because yeah. because it was really important to the cult, Ruth and her husband, the other cult leader, um, that Elliot be disparaged mm-hmm. and be seen as somebody who's not able to rehabilitate and needs to go back in. But they never really make that clear. They don't. Uh, I don't actually have an answer for you, because you're absolutely right, which um, it kind of ties into... The second talking point, um, which was the horror in the show, because I, I like the horror in the show a lot. There's a lot of surrealist imagery and weird things, but I felt like a lot of it was just um, stimulated by thrown-in conflicts, like you're mentioning. Gratuitous. Like, she would pull... Sasha pulled something out of her arm. Yeah. Those were really... I mean, this is what was frustrating about this. It's The cinematography is really nice. It's it is. It's filmed really nice. Absolutely. But the story... Didn't match up with that. So it was like... Absolutely. Little vignettes. So there's one scene where she falls asleep on a bus and she sees herself pulling a vein out of her arm. Yeah. You know, and then later on she actually cuts her palm up. Yeah. But that, to me, made no sense whatsoever because apparently it was Yvonne's mother cut her palm and then she digs and Sasha digs into her own palm. But I could not figure out why until I read about it later 
that what happened was the scar on her palm was white and her skin was brown. I mean, that, uh, it, you couldn't tell. Yeah. It was just a scar. Scars are always lighter than the rest of the skin. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck is she digging in her palm for? I mean, a lot of it also, because you remember the hair changing? She was turning blonde when her yes. natural hair was black. And it wasn't really blonde hair, though. It was white hair. Yeah. Her hair was actually turning gray. Yeah, it was very confusing. <laughs> Why my hair was turning gray. Because especially because, like, uh, again, uh, while the horror was great and the image was, imagery was, like, horrifying and haunting and very surrealist... Um, there just was no context for it. And that, that, that kind of brings us to the third talking point, which loosely, I guess, we're kind of getting into, which, uh, the plot, the plot just made no sense. No, it didn't. And the, they, like, throw yeah. things in there because they thought they would be fun, like the skateboarder. Yeah. yeah you see this kid stupid. skateboarding in every scene, in every mm-hmm. episode, and then it isn't until the very last episode, which is one of the most important, I guess, Mm -hmm. where the skateboarder opens it up. You see him with the punch nose in the clinic where he's going to get fixed. He wants cappuccino. He goes into the basement. He sees the cult beginning, and they didn't make this clear either. All the people in the cult were around the body. Was it Sasha's body or Becky's body? I think it must have been Sasha's because there was a guy with a suitcase with a heart in it. Mm-hmm. So the skateboarder knocks the guy over with the suitcase. The heart falls on the ground. It's yes. still pumping. So that must have been Lilith in Becky's heart still alive. Yeah. Because yeah. how is a heart pumping exactly. still when yeah. it's not connected to a body? So that's the heart with Lilith in it. Mm-hmm. So then the skateboarder is like, oh, that's weird. Didn't think much of it. Gets his cappuccino and then he gets killed. Why? Because you know, I guess he pissed off Lilith. I, oh, but it was a, you saw a shadow of a person behind him. And then we, they cut to a scene where there's like, does anybody know where this kid is? And the kid is dead. Yeah. So they make us all attached and listen to this kid when he wasn't in any other scene before that. Mm-hmm. So it feels like some scriptwriter wrote this little bit and really thought it was good and wanted to make sure it fit in there somehow. I'm going to throw this out there. That's a possibility. That could have, it could be the reason that the show is so messy is because this could have been like a separate show and they did a lot of reshoots. Especially because oh. the, run, the runtime's weird. Um, the first, I think, the first half of the episodes are 44 minutes a pop, but then from, like, 6 to 9, they're all 38 minutes, which is really short, <laughs> and then the last one's, like, extra long. I don't know what happened with this show, but it just seems like a jumbled mess. Like, it, like, I don't know if it was the writing. The actors, did I think, did the best with what they had, um, and I, I don't blame them whatsoever. The it's acting really, was pretty good. Yeah, I it's thought. really just, I think, the writing. The writing and whoever was the showrunner just... I, I have no idea what, what they thought or why they thought they could pull all these threads together because right, a lot of question. them... question. What is a showrunner? Oh. <laughs> a showrunner is uh, somebody who basically just calls all the shots for the show. Not, why not, do they I'm call not talking them the about... showrunner? I always think of somebody running off to get coffee. No, no, no. That's that's more of the PA. But the, the showrunner yeah, pretty no. much is like the one in charge of how everything Oh, they're operates. running the show. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see. So the run shower. Yeah. It's the run shower. Okay, what so the showrunner show is yeah. the person who runs the show. Yeah. They, and, they talk to the directors. They talk to the executive producers. They, they pretty much have a final say. is that actually their title? Yeah. Oh. That's specifically, I think, only TV. That's a new thing. They didn't used to have that in the past. They did, I'm but it wasn't. They, they, it wasn't a. Um, they didn't call it showrunner. Exactly, it wasn't officially a, a title position. But over time, because of how complex TV has gotten, they've started. Pretty much everyone has a showrunner now. That's right, and it's a really important position in a show. It's arguably the most important because they have to okay. make executive decisions and everything. Okay. And they have to negotiate with producers who want their because producers always want to throw their input. And no offense to producers, but like sometimes, it's just a horrible idea. 
you know, so, sometimes producers just, just pitch things because they think it's cool, but, like, Well, that's not. what I think happened here. They had ideas what they thought were cool, yeah. so people wanted to fit them in, but they didn't, it's not coherent. And it falls to the responsibility of the showrunner to say, no, we should just stick to this, you know, because they, they're the ones who, who see the vision for this whole thing. Yeah. Okay. But that said, like, yeah, Chambers is, I really went into this wanting to love it, but there was just, it was just a mess in more ways than one. Well, the, and then we come to the last episode, though. Maybe we should say how we... Okay, so Sasha decides yeah. she wants to find out what's going on. Why can she fence? Why can she do good math? So the first thing she wants to find out is how Becky died. And she was told that Becky died because she was electrocuted. Yes. But supposedly you can't get a heart transplanted that was electrocuted. Mm-hmm. But somehow Beck, uh, Sasha's father or uncle... Oh! We left out this important part. Yeah. Sasha's mother died when she oh, yes, was yes. two, mm-hmm. and we found out. We find out later she was uh, a junkie, and Sasha was told she was hit by a car. But it turns out it was a little bit more complicated than that. And this is one of the little side things going on: is Sasha's uncle Frank has abandoned his past, yeah. and turns out it's because he's mad at his dad. Because when his sister got addicted to drugs, his dad just wanted to say prayers and didn't send her to rehab. Yeah. So he finds the baby Sasha, who was abandoned by the mom, and decides himself that the mom can no longer have anything to do with the kid. So one day the mom comes back, wants to get the kid, the mom is high, the dad says no, and he decides to call the cops on her. And she gets in her car, drives away, and sadly, yeah. gets an accident and dies. Sasha didn't know this. And when Sasha found this out, she basically left her uncle mm-hmm. and went to live with the evil Becky's family. <laughs> but, okay, so Sasha's trying to find out how Becky died. So Becky, she was told by Nancy or somebody, oh, the neighbor, mm-hmm. Penelope, another character, played really well. But was Penelope in the cult? I I don't think so. I think she I was just either. a good person. Yeah. And do we ever really meet her parents? No. No. And she's also the one who did CPR on Sasha and saved her life. She saved Sasha's life, that's right, getting a wig. And the reason Penelope needs a wig is because Becky, after Becky, apparently Becky was a real do-gooder, great mm-hmm. kid. And then they dump Lilith in her heart. And according to Ruth, it wasn't a good take because Becky couldn't handle... Lilith. Yeah. And what happened is Becky turned evil. She chopped off the tails of the mice. Yeah. She left Penelope in a steam room, so Penelope burns her head, her back, her arms. But for some reason, Penelope doesn't tell Sasha the whole story. It's funny that you say that, though, because Becky, the entire... One of the biggest themes for this in the horror elements is, like, kill yourself, which was a little heavy because they were just like yeah you have to kill yourself so becky was many times was trying to convince sasha to kill herself the way that she killed herself which we but, don't find out so yeah. that's that was the big, the first mystery how did becky die she dropped a radio yeah. in the bathtub herself yeah so she kills herself yeah because she thinks by doing this she's protecting her family because she did attack her brother elliot yeah in the chest but instead blamed Elliot for attacking her, which is why Elliot's dragged off to rehab. Absolutely. And it's all messed up, and it's it seems like Becky's only real motivation was eventually when she realized what Lilith was doing to her was to just kill herself so that it would stop Lilith. Which is why I really, really hate that ending, because when um, Ruth comes out, 
she's like, well, you're not Becky. You didn't, you know, Becky was the one getting in the way and preventing Lilith from coming here. And I'm like, so wait, was, was Becky telling herself or telling Sasha to kill herself really stopping Lilith? Like, was that the end game for her? Was you really just have to kill yourself? That's the answer to solving all these problems? That's right. And Becky was a confusing character, too. That's a messed up message. Yeah, yeah. Well, the last episode, when I watched the last episode the first time, I found it extremely annoying because most of the episode supposedly takes place inside the heart. Yeah. So you have Becky and Sasha in Sasha's house which Becky somehow has redecorated. Mm -hmm. So TJ, Sasha's boyfriend, is seen in a picture with Becky, not Sasha. And it has Becky's decorations on the walls, birthday cakes from the two girls. But it's the first time in the whole show that we get to see Sasha and Becky really interact, which I thought was cool. Yeah. But I found it annoying at first, because I'm like, well, how the fuck are they talking inside the heart? This makes no sense. But then the second time I watched it, I actually liked it better. I thought that was a really well done episode. I thought it was shot really well, because the house was symbolic for the different chambers Did of the heart. Did you notice the Wizard of Oz part? Of, like, the house is flying through the sky. Was it really? I totally yes. missed that. Yeah. The house, you see, first you see the house flying through the sky in the clouds that look like the house from the Wizard of Oz. And at the same time, Okay, so Becky and Sasha are in the heart. TJ and Yvonne are trying to get Sasha back because Sasha was kidnapped by Becky's mom and locked inside this really stupid wine room, which locks from the inside that Becky's family had in their house. Because Nancy, who we haven't really talked about much, and maybe that is a point we haven't talked about Nancy because maybe she's not that important. Maybe no, that's why it was annoying. Not. She's not important, but she was pr- pretty much in like 50% of the shows. So Nancy kidnaps Sasha in a way, keeps her in the house because she wants Sasha to turn back into Becky so she can communicate with her daughter again. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, you know, she, but it's hurting Sasha when this happens. Yeah. But Nancy's doing it anyways. And then all of a sudden, Ben shows up. The, um, Becky's dad. Yeah. Gets involved. Nancy ends up killing her husband. Yeah. You know, and then the next thing we see is Nancy walking along the road. Yeah. And, and then, then she gets uh, into the, the retreat. The retreat thing, Somehow yeah. she's kidnapped into the t- retreat and leaves him. And Elliot's there too. Elliot finds out his dad's dead. Nancy, for some reason, can't talk. Though that's not clear. Yeah. I-, I think she just wasn't talking because she didn't want anybody to hear what she had to say. Mm-hmm. Which is the only way out is through. Yeah. But okay, so while this is happening, um, TJ and Yvonne come to the house after the dad's killed, kidnap Sasha, who's now fully Becky and looks like Becky. And Yvonne, for some reason, started working at the retreat and wants to turn Becky Sasha back into really only Sasha. And she decides to do this with the chakra machine. The chakra crystal machine, yeah. The chakra crystal machine, which is bizarre. So this whole last episode goes back and forth between TJ and Yvonne and the chakra machine. Yeah. And and then you see Sasha and Becky in the house. So in the house, this also made no sense to me. Becky tries to kill Sasha. How can she really kill her in a heart? I mean... That made no sense to me. And where is Becky in purgatory? I mean, how is Becky even still Again, alive? Again, it comes back to what we've been talking about. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, I think it would have been cool if they stuck to one of these random threads, but overall, it's just messy. I don't have an answer for you, because honestly, they, I don't think they explain it well at all. They didn't explain it. So in that, But the scene, though, 
what's good, which makes it more maddening because you yeah. really want to like it, but you can't. Yeah. So then Becky um, handcuffs Sasha to a railing and wants Sasha to kill herself. Why she doesn't kill Sasha herself, I don't know. Oh, she says she can't. But why not? Again, it just doesn't... It doesn't just, make sense. Yeah. So Sasha, all of a sudden, her handcuffs come off because she realizes that TJ and Yvonne really love her. That made no sense either. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up killing Sasha yeah. in the dream. Like, how does that work either? So she kills Sasha, which which makes... I mean, she kills Becky, which yeah, makes Sasha say, I mean, a complicated yeah, yeah. character because yeah. she kills somebody. Yeah. So is she a good person or not? But then she wakes up in her own body. Everything's milk and cookies. But you see her hugging TJ in one of the last scenes of the movie. And this little girl comes by and gives her a flower and says, are you Sasha? Here, have my flower. You know, and Sasha, for some reason, doesn't, is like, why does that girl know my name? I don't know. Ha ha ha. And then you see her with the grandfather, because at this point, Frank is in jail. Oh, yeah. Frank was jailed for killing this idiot salesman or bond salesman who we have no real connection to whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And then he gets killed and they blame Frank. Why? We don't know why that is either. Maybe to get him out of the picture. So Sasha's on the reservation with her grandfather. And this is the last scene of the show, which basically is a setup for season two, Mm -hmm. which is the whole cult appears outside her door with Ruth. I thought this was a great scene. It was, yeah. And Ruth tells Sasha, you're Lilith now. You can do anything (laughs) you want. You can heal yourself. You can free your uncle come with us come with us and you just hate ruth you just hate her the whole time which is why i love that character and sasha's like thinking thinking and she's like no no thank you you know and you're like (laughs) go sasha and then ruth's husband comes out the asshole and he goes oh just come with us we're your family and sasha says no i have a family and he says what you know a drug addicted mom and he just basically is racist he was racist he was just like your people are a joke and you know we're awesome which just made me go this is just white people putting down native americans i'm like oh asshole so then sasha gives him this glint in her eye and all the men fall to the ground yep every single man now because lilith you know hates men oh that's part of the thing i forgot to mention yeah lilith hates men but she doesn't hate tj yeah she doesn't hate her uncle she doesn't hate her grandfather Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about Sasha, Lilith. The, the, yeah, but Lilith yeah. is now Sasha. That's true. I mean, one thing Becky told Sasha in that last scene was that um, I'm holding back the bad part. Yeah. I'm here. And, and Sasha says to her, no, you're the bad part. But then we realize that, no. Which is why I hate this message, because, again, it's like, well, then the answer was killing herself. That's a horrible message, in my opinion. Well, I'm thinking that Sasha, maybe, maybe Sasha is strong enough to contain Lilith. Because Ruth so. says Lilith represents the goodness or something. She gave her whole little speech about all the good part about Lilith. But then why did all these women stand there when the men fell to the ground and not one of them flinched? Like that was okay. Like all these guys just died or fainted. I think they're dead. You think they're dead? I kind of wanted them to be dead. No, I'm pretty sure they're dead. Because again, Lilith is known as this like succubus creature that leeches off the life force of men. But they just, the way they fainted was so passive. Yeah. And again, it's, I mean, I wanted them to be yeah. dead because Ruth's husband is a real jerk. I yeah. wish he was the only one who died. Yeah. And then the cop. The and town. then the cop because yeah, yeah. he's a traitor. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who worked for Frank because he's a traitor. So there we go. 
<laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, Alright, I think we've hit our conclusion. Which Final is? thoughts on the series. Uh, Final thoughts. You know, I think they had a lot to work with. That they, you know, they just, they needed to edit it better. They put too much in there. Too yeah. many red herrings. Too oh many things God. that didn't tie down. But the acting was good. They had an amazing group of, you know, characters in there. The cinematography was lovely, though. The first two episodes were the best. They should have had the same director for the whole thing as the first episode, episodes, first two, and it would have made a better movie. And will I watch season two? I don't know. Will oh. it be a season two? I don't know. Netflix is weird. Even if a show doesn't do the greatest, they'll give it more chances because it doesn't hurt them on their bottom line mostly yeah. yeah i mean so i think it's worth watching it's better than a lot of the other direct out there right now so yeah and a lot of the other netflix as, as much as i didn't like this one personally it's still better than some of the other netflix stuff that they've put out recently that's right and i think that's because of the acting oh yeah the acting so. was really yeah. good and uma you did do a good job yeah that's excellent good um for you being in a horror flick i'm pretty much in agreement with miriam uh this was a hard one for me to watch, again, because of the personal experience, but also just because I just didn't find most of the midsection compelling whatsoever. Uh, the first two and the last, definitely the best. Uh, great performances by its cast, hands down. I just, as a writer, the writing in this just annoyed me to the point where I just couldn't take it too seriously. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Uh, I would definitely give it a chance if you've got the time and you like horror, and you like surrealist horror especially, because there were some really good images of, like, Mice and heart chambers. Oh, and the really... mice! Yeah, we did. There are mice everywhere. Yeah, which apparently are the connection between the underworld and the living world. Yeah, I looked that up. Yeah, and I wouldn't binge watch it like I did. I think actually it would go over better if you watched one episode, turned it off, did your stuff, and go back to the next episode like we used to do in the old days. Yeah, don't watch it all at once. I think that made it more frustrating. Well, for me, I watched it in three days, and I still had the similar. <laughs> experience because i watched it like uh, two well, or three, three days you have to binge too that's true yeah, yeah. like yeah. once a week on tuesdays at 7 30 p.m that would be good gotcha all right uh, that's about it um this was uh christian you can find me on uh facebook christian angelus twitter as uh, xn underscore angelus and instagram is xn angelus uh miriam do you have anywhere where our audience what would like want to find you on social media tags or nah uh, well, I'm an artist. I have um, Instagram is artist now. You can see some of my paintings. You might see me outside playing Pokemon Go somewhere, <laughs> which is how we know each other. That's how we met. Uh, Miriam and I play Pokemon Go together, and she's awesome. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Well, you're better. I don't know much about the game. I just want shiny Pokemon. That's my goal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's okay. Well, eventually we'll be uh, on the WordPress. We'll be covering, I think, Detective Pikachu. Uh, probably not for TV talk though, but just for a few people listening. Detective Pikachu. Yeah. All right. Well, this was fun. This was. All right. Thank you so much. No problem. Uh, you guys, thanks for listening. Have a good week.